You're listening to the City World Radio Network, high-definition digital radio broadcasting from the city to the world, www.cityworldradio.com.
Good evening, and welcome to Morph Mom Moments. An exciting night tonight. I have three Morph Moms who are going to share how they started new businesses, how they went about doing it, what worked, what didn't work. We have one Morph Mom with a little bit more experience than the other two, so it's going to be an exciting conversation tonight. But before I get to that, I want to introduce uh, myself and a little bit about Morph Mom to those of you who are new listeners. My name is Kathleen Smith. I started Morph Mom about five years ago. Uh, I had been a prosecutor prior to having kids. When I had my kids, I always thought, oh, I'll go back afterwards. I tried, didn't work, didn't want me back. So without trying to reinvent the wheel, I decided to go out and interview women all over the country who could share their stories about what they had done, how they'd done it, the steps that they had taken, what worked, what didn't work. And in turn, they could pay it forward and share those stories with other women out there looking to find their next step or to see what they wanted to do next. So that was about five years ago. We started with the website, which is MorphMom, M-O-R-P-H-M-O-M.com. And we have videos from women all over the country representing, you name it, any type of field, any idea they've ever had. It's really just a great variety of stories on there. If you're trying to figure out what to do next or if you have an idea, you should go on there and see if there's someone on there who's done exactly what you're thinking about. So the following year, we started a column on the Huffington Post. Now we have this live radio show. We have classes. We're going to start pop-ups representing more from on products. And most recently, we started conferences. The next conference will be October 23rd in New York City. It's called the Non-Conference. You can go to morphmom.com to find details. Amazing panelists, amazing women, amazing conversation, and lots of cocktails. Um, so we look forward to that again for October 23rd. Now, getting back to where we are right now, uh, and I think you're all tired of hearing about Morph Mom, but you'd like to hear from my Morph Moms who are in the studio today. It's very thrilling for me to introduce women who actually represent everything that I've been trying to represent for the last five years. Um, we have Katie Stanzik, who is the founder of Project Physique and most recently Project Ride. And we have Patty Smith Barrett and Beth Kneebone, who have just started something called the Pickup Line, an email newsletter. So what's interesting tonight is that we have three women, two separate ideas, one that's been in the works for a while and has evolved, and one that is literally just coming to fruition within the past week or so. So tonight we're going to hear from these women about sort of how they got to where they are, but I think more importantly, even to our listeners, things, steps that you've taken, steps that worked, steps that didn't work, and sort of lessons learned along the way, because that's sort of what we don't hear every day. We hear how great everything is and how everything is so perfect, but I think what you really want to know is what will help me get there and tell me what didn't work for you so that I don't have to go through that again. So I'm going to start first with Katie. Again, I said Katie's the founder of Project Physique. Um, but has a very fascinating history, which led her to opening up that um, studio. So welcome, Katie. Thank you. And welcome, Beth and Patty, too, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Katie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, where to begin? <laughs> um, you, you know, originally I trained to be a chef, and I worked in New York City for a very long time, and I ended up kind of carving my niche as a liaison between the front of the house and the back of the house so I could speak to the kitchen and speak to the customers as well. Um, I come from a long line of small business owners, so that's why I am, you know, doing the boutique thing. And I've always been in fitness, in dance, et cetera, et cetera. And after having three lovely babies, and getting my life back, I found yoga and just really found it as a great way to express myself and stay healthy. And that just kind of morphed 
into many things. Mm-hmm. Well played. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, and just my love of people and connection. And so um, I got certified and this, that, the other, and just kept growing and adding. And um, really just, it sounds so cheesy, but when people walk out of my class, the way they feel and the way I feel, it's just, it's you can't get that anywhere else. So makes me happy. I don't know if I answered the question. <laughs> no, perfectly. I feel like I'm on jeopardy. And as a client, I can say <laughs> that's all true. Okay, yay. And so you took this passion of yours, and you went a step beyond just teaching a yoga class. So tell us about what you did with that. Well, for many, many years, I taught, actually, we, we made a studio in our basement home. And um, I taught classes with, actually, both these lovely ladies sitting next to me great. right in now. In the basement. She, yeah, in the, but it was great. It was, yeah. She's so, she makes you feel like... I'm not a great yoga person, but Katie makes you, you are feel now. like you know what? <laughs> she made me great. Yeah. No, but she does make you feel like it doesn't matter if you're not a rock star at this. It's all about how the class makes you feel, and she really empowers you. And I, th- I think that's a unique talent to have as a fitness instructor. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just it was more about like we are all so I don't, man, woman, child, whatever. There's so much happening in the world. There's so much stress and demands that I wanted a place where there was safety, you know, and. And then adding to that was, you know, not everybody wants to do one thing. So I went out and I got, you know, I enhanced my dance training and got the certification for bar techniques. Um, I enhanced with 500-hour Pilates training, uh, followed by spin training, yada, yada, yada. And, um, but what I love to do is take the best and take the most effective and blend it into different classes. Um, because I often get bored, and I feel like that's a lot of what people go through. So we keep you guessing, we keep you current, um, and then we're always safe. And there's always a way to modify. And by modify, I don't mean make easy. I mean you have a knee injury. Well, we've researched that, you know, and we know, yeah, that someone else has a like knee injury. Some people in the room. Yeah. <laughs> you have a back injury. You just had a baby. You don't feel good today. Like so, that was my whole. You should come. You got out of bed. So welcome, and do what you can today. And you actually opened a physical studio located in yes, Summit, New Jersey. I did. I did. Project and Physique, Summit, New Jersey. And, tell, and mm-hmm. tell the listeners how they could find out about it or how they can. You can find us on social media, uh, Project Physique, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Project Physique, dash, or excuse me, project-physique.com or online. We're, we're pretty much everywhere. Um, so, you know, Google it. You'll find us. I'll talk to you. It's I usually me. You want to say And I'd like to say. Her space, her space oh no. is what makes it amazing. Oh, oh my gosh. So I feel yeah. like well, she makes it amazing. She does make it amazing. But, she's but the space really is crazy the amazing. Space. So you walk in and you go down this really quaint, like, brick alleyway. It just It's very, I don't know, it's, it's, it's adorable. Then you go in. There's a cute little entryway. And you just feel at peace when you go in there. It's just very refreshing and relaxing and you feel like you're escaping it's a very very cool space so it already gets you in the mood i feel like before you even start the class i'm not paying these people by the way (laughs) just so you know i love the space i love the space it's true it is amazing and welcoming and different right i think that's that's part of it too i think it's different different. it's Mm -hmm. like a cozy yeah workout space it's not cold a lot of workout spaces tend to be cold and like try to be more sophisticated and sleek and this is sophisticated but it's warm oh yeah, okay. I think you're right. 
Now, Katie has more to share, a new thing that she's done. But I'm going to skip over to Beth and Patty, and we're going to go into what they're doing. And as Off the they discuss seat. about how they started something new, I want to go back to you, Katie, and see. So after having founded Project Physique, what came next? So, listeners, you got to stay in stay suspense. Tuned. Hold on. So now we're going to switch over to Beth and Katie, who mm-hmm. have. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, to Beth and Patty, who have just reached, Patty is my sister-in-law, I'm allowed to say that, (laughs) so, who have just recently started an email newsletter called The Pickup Line. Um, Now, these guys have younger kids in school, and as all of you guys, uh, many of you understand that you sit in that pickup line, and it's just brutal. (laughs) You sit, and you sit, and you wait, and you wait. So I think they have come up with a solution to the miserable waiting and sitting while you're in that pickup line. So, Patty and Beth, tell us about, well, you know what, I'm going to back up for a second. Beth... Tell me about what you did beforehand. And then, Patty, I'm going to go to you and ask you to tell us your history. Mm. Okay, so I spent many years in magazine marketing. So I worked for Condé Nast. I worked for Glamour, Mademoiselle. I was at Meredith, Ladies Home Journal, Moore Magazine. And my last job was the associate publisher for Fitness Magazine. So I've always been geared towards marketing to women, which was fantastic. I loved it. It was great. But I also you know, had an editorial background, too, because a lot of what I did you know, involved writing. And... Um, I, you know, I, once I stopped working to stay home with my kids, I struggled. I, want, I liked what I did. I liked reaching women. I liked writing. Um, for a couple years, I worked with a friend of mine. We did a business called The Paper Cottage. It was an online um, paper and gift store, which was great. Um, but I was ready for something new that utilized my skills and could help me, you know, reach women. And, you know, Patty and I always wanted to do something, and this just seemed like the perfect thing. And to that point of always wanting to do something, I think that we – we were friends and we knew that we had sort of similar backgrounds and for many years we went back and forth about mm-hmm. we should do something what could we do what what interests us what would get us going again what what would we be good at and i think that we knew that we had such like sort of parallel but yet yin and yang sort of skills and so the conversation just went on organically and it was like we were doing a talk show we were doing local local decorating local this but this but the linchpin was always where we got tripped up i'm sorry to interrupt you was that like but that's what i do but the linchpin was sort of like that that or the or the the roadblock was but do we are we really that interested in that? Like, right, would this that's keep us going? Is this like are we passionate about it? Right. Do we like doing it? Mm-mm. So we, but we, we we would we'd brainstorm, we'd mock stuff up, we'd get just, and then we'd so be like, you close. know what? Let's just drop that mm. idea. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, do we? So, mm, nah. But this idea, it felt so organic to us. Like yeah. we like doing it. So the and idea, it makes sense. right? But the idea is, it's it's uh. So right now, newsletters. If you do any sort of research, the it, the idea is that people are so busy and that direct hits on websites for news are going down, I guess. Like it's that people are not seeking out necessarily different sites as much as they were, but newsletters where it's concise and it lands directly in your inbox at an appointment set time with synopses on what's going on in the world are sort of on the upswing. Right. Like, people don't have time to watch the news. Um, yeah, you may watch the Today Show. Are you watching the whole thing? No. So, But people still want news. And we felt like there's an audience out there 
that's basically, you know, for lack of a better word, captured in their car for, you know, say 10 to 15 minutes a day, even longer in surveys we've, we've done with people where they're just waiting in line to pick up their kids. And not just at school pickup time. Sports pickup. From so, yeah, play dates. Yeah. Sports. Just waiting. 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 Right, right, right. right. And, like, we've done and a we, lot of it. You know? And we say that we are our own avatar. So the idea is that there are, and, and we, we, we are focused on women, but the idea is it's not just stay-at-home moms. It, it is stay-at-home moms. It is people who work from home. It mm-hmm. is women who work part-time, work, part-time, work full-time, but still are balancing a family. And mm-hmm. for all of us, it's like we pay attention. Your news consumption may be that you are on it all the time the way I am. You may be on it sometimes. You may be really well-read. But as far as knowing what's going on, um, or, or you may just not pay attention to it because, frankly, right now, what is the incentive uh, of watching certain things, which I think many people feel um, – Right, fake news, blah blah right, blah. Right. So a lot of people are turned trust. off. So, um, so no matter what your consumption is, you can tune to us or log on, or go onto your email at a predictable time, which is pickup times, kid pickup time. We're there at two thirty every day, and. We have very brief synopses of what has happened while you have, quote, unquote, gone dark. This, right. The idea is that we're all busy. We pay attention in the morning to what's going on. We know what's happening. We know what's predicted from 9 o'clock on to happen. But you're busy. You're either at work. You're hustling to get your – hustling to get – Always <laughs> a hustler. <laughs> hustling to just get your stuff done, whether you're at work, whether you're raising a, whether you're raising a family, and getting your, your career – um, focusing on your career, what, whoever you are, sometimes it's hard to just consume news. And then you don't have time to read everything. So what we do is we do very, we'll have usually three top stories in what we call like the rundown. So those are more newsy, more serious stories. And things that have happened from nine o'clock until like, until like you come out o'clock. of your rush, your, your daytime rush where you so might not have paid attention. it's very current up to date stuff. And then we'll have three links to sources based on, you know, there's a left view, there's a right view, there's a middle view. Which is genius, and, which by is the great. way. So and I love that. Because so we are, our idea it. is, thank you. We're not We're just telling you yeah. what has happened. Exactly. We don't, you don't need to know what we think about what has happened. Right, it doesn't matter. We don't know what you think has happened, but here's where you can go so that when the day goes on, you know that what people might be right. talking about, right. you might be interested enough to sit down and read it at nauseum and go Google the daylights out of it, or you might read our four sentences just, and be and good still enough. Get, and you actually still will be good enough. And then we have, after the rundown, we have the lowdown. Right. And that's a little bit lighter, uh, more entertainment-focused, more human interest. Um, we've got books. We've got music. What what to watch for TV. What's and the Beth recipe? That. And that Beth writes that. And then that's me. <laughs> yeah. and, Patty, and Patty writes the rundown. But it's such a nice balance because, honestly, like, instead of searching through, like, when we looked at moms or dads or whomever is on the car line. Everyone's dads are welcome. Dads, dads are, are welcome. welcome. We're very feminine, but <laughs> we love men. We, we do. We do. Everyone's scrolling, scrolling on their phone. And wouldn't it be nice to have someone who curated all the information for you and put it in one place? And that's the purpose is like, you've got 10 minutes. We're picking out the stories you need to read. It's not all hard news. It's a lot of soft news, but it's a balance of both. It also will tell you what you're going to watch tonight. We want to arm. And that's the thing. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but... I'm news because that's what my career was. Right. You're doing a side where I feel like I read it at the end of the day or when we're editing it. But right. 
I learned so much and it makes me feel so much smarter in a capacity where I am dumb. And I think for you, like you are newsy, but you read what you, I think we I think we both feel like we walk away feeling smarter right, learn, just from each other. That you do. You learn something because it's each other's passion. So yeah. it's also like the goal is, look, when you pick up your kids at school or sports, you're still really that's when your rush hour begins. You're not off the hook. You're, you're driving around to sports after the use. Sometimes you're out till eight or nine o'clock. So what am I going to watch tonight? What am I going to make for dinner? We want to arm moms with information that makes their lives easier. A lot of what we want to include also is like, okay, you're in the car for 10 minutes. What can I do with that time? You know, one story. Do you really want to look at Facebook? Right. With all due respect. One story was, here's a way to clean the apps off your phone. So you're here. It's it's stuff that you can do. So it's just our goal is to have help moms on the pickup line make a good use of that time instead of just scrolling through Facebook. And there's nothing wrong with Facebook. We love Facebook. And we're also not saying that moms just sit and scroll. Right, they don't scroll, but it's like we also we have plenty of friends who run companies who right are. Taking numbers. They're not talking about me, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. No, I mean, like, you know, I think that, like, the potential criticism of what we are doing is that we are saying that people who are moms don't pay attention to the news, and that is not what we're doing. Because most, because, like, I am not that person, so I am not here saying I'm, you know. You guys are making it so much easier. Just making it easier. It's for making it people easier. that are multitasking every moment of their and day. And there's so much news out there, and people who are want, so right. smart. Right. We know people want the news, but they want to know where right. to get it. It's one-stop shopping, yeah. and, and it. And the the bottom line is, it gives you you get it when you have time to read it. Will this be five days a week? Yes. So, and what about the week? Will there be like a weekend recap? No, no. no. Monday no. is sort of your recap. Exactly. If you want to. Exactly. Monday is Monday's, Well, Monday's really Monday's the news Monday. of that day. It's the news of that day. <laughs> no. What if there's something big that hits on Saturday and Sunday? So, what do you do? You, you know, you gotta assume no. that these people, like we said, they're not stupid. They're not dumb. Right. They they would have heard it. It has to be something yeah. that they want to read. It can't be like, oh my gosh, I read that. So we don't it, think that we are. Um, where I think that there are newsletters where they send out alerts and they send out um, we're this and we're that and we're the other thing. We are ju- we are so narrow and so focused mm-hmm. on who we are and what we, our point of delivery is and who we want to serve and how mm-hmm. we think we, we don't we don't have delusions of grandeur that we're some right, sort we're not of doing news, corporation. News we we are pulling together what's current yeah. now. So people can read it. And when they go home or go to, let's say, they go out with their friends at night, they look smart because they have something to talk about. They're like, oh, I know what happened today. Like, that's great. And they can go read more because Mm -hmm. I think that a little bit about who we think would be interested is who we ourselves are. And Mm -hmm. we know that we have so many people who are our friends who hold huge jobs, who are so educated or, you know, whatever, or, or in the middle or whatever. But... Those people will seek things out. We are a point of delivery where you might land at 2.30 because you have a free minute. It's interesting Mm -hmm. to read. Hey, that's interesting. I read that on the pickup line. And then I went and looked into it Mm -hmm. on real, much larger news organizations. And I found out so much more. That might be who it is. Or it might be someone who all they read is who we are. And we hope that that makes sense. Them. Will you represent local news, or is this more of a national? No, it's like nationally national. national. It's and definitely national. I mean, it's yeah, it's national and international. You know, like we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, Katie, I'm going to bring you back into the discussion. Come on now. back, Katie. <laughs> Here Welcome we back. So mm-hmm. we've now. Okay, so Katie has had a business for quite some time now, uh, the Project Physique. 
And then we've just heard from Katie and Beth, who just, I mean, from Katie and Pat, uh, from Beth and Patty, oh, I keep doing this, who have just started up the pickup line. But Katie, you also have now just recently started something up. I have. We have added to our collection of formats, um, and our newest format is called Project Ride. And it is like our other classes, it's a hybrid of my trainings. So we are taking spin and Matt Pilates and mushing it all together in a very fantastical way. Um, and what it essentially is, uh, is 35 minutes on the bike. So you get your peak sort of cardio and then we tone it down with a little arm. So you're warming or sorry, cooling down appropriately, uh, for the legs. And then each rider has a mat and Pilates equipment next to their bike. And we just kind of get you for another 15 minutes of full on core work. So it's just something a little bit, um, different. We're evolving. Uh, again, I, we research and research and research, and all my instructors are very um, well-trained, well-informed. And we just, it's that whole idea of multitasking, of making the most out of your day. I would love to spend three hours working out, and that's actually a lie. <laughs> I would not love that. Um, but you know I what wish I mean? I would love yeah. that. <laughs> right, right. I would so not love but that. But it's like, you know, we, we need to get, we need to maximize what we're doing at the moment. Um, that's not to say not to really put yourself in that moment that you, you take the time for that, but let's get the most out of it and, you know, hit it hard and then on your way, you know? So, Katie, looking back, what do you think was the most difficult hurdle you had to overcome? I would say getting up every day. No, just kidding. Um, here's Not the thing. True. <laughs> here's the thing. It's it it is. Um, nothing is ever. The turnout is never going to be what you think it is. So then you have to roll with it, move on, and and again get up every day. You know. So um, I look at everything I do as an opportunity, not sort of like a final call. Um. And then if it doesn't end up how I expected it, then I make the necessary changes. I think people are way, way, way too hard on themselves. You know, we're, we're all fault at fault for that. Um, but I would say I do exactly what I want to do, mm -hmm. um, always being kind. But, you know, keep your focus and, and it'll come. People will see you for what you put into your business Whatever that business may be. That's right. So. Setting these expectations and just because the numbers aren't there, you may have affected one person. You yeah. may have had a studio full of 30. Right. And maybe one day of three and you've affected one yep. so dramatically yep. that you've done something mm -hmm. incredible. And that is not lip service coming out of her mouth. Like that really is. Katie is not an average person you're not you're not I'm sorry Katie's also a very dear friend so I mean I'm not I, I am speaking on like a level of like she is you are not you are wired in a way that is very I, I have met very few people in my 31 years <laughs> you're so too old. young for just, the pick -up line. just kidding just kidding um that are like you. You are wired in a way that is very special, that makes you who you are and why you're able to affect people like that, really. And that's, I mean, I mean that, you know, I totally mean that personally, but I mean that how it translates into your business mm -hmm. model and your success mm -hmm. and your spirit. And that's so much a part of your business and your identity and just you're like, you're 
you're like a superwoman. Well, which I is mean, I'm not here to like you know this is not a commercial, you are, but you really are. We, like, you really we are, are a superwoman, and I hear what you're saying, and really? I, I love you for that. Really? But I feel again, kind of kind of going back to that idea is, you know, it's hard enough getting your stuff together. So all my clients that walk in, I'm like, you're here. Right, like right. you are here. Right. The kids, the whatever, the do- I don't whatever you have that you left to get here, mm-hmm. you're here. Mm-hmm. And I do value that. And that's why mm-hmm. again, we take special care and consideration into how can we tailor this to each person but make it a group class. Right. right. You know, but make it, you know, and I have had, I mean, I've taught at many, many places, and it's always sort of my favorite thing when, and I say this all the time, I've had, you know, 68, 78-year-old women in my class. It's the same darn class that the, you know, college students that are home, that the super fit mommies, the whatever you are, like, and it's like one tiny tweak, and you're part of the room, and that's what's important to me, so. But see, that's the difference, and like. I think in terms of what people should take away from this when you're starting a business, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Katie, is not just the passion but the human element. And I think what Katie does is she incorporates a human element. She's not just like, oh, this is great. You know, I'm super fit. I got a great studio. It's like, what is going to make like what is going to make this more human? And like realize these people aren't just your clients. Right. They're people. And right. No Which is again the same for the pickup line too. It's the same for all of us for Morph Mom. Like all of these. It's because we care and we do have the time to say, you know what, we want to do it this way. This is our way. Mm-hmm. Our way is is taking all these things into consideration first. And having done this for a long time, it's pretty liberating once you accept that and you don't think you have to fit in somebody else's, mm-hmm. you know, you should be doing this. Why aren't you doing it this way? Why aren't you making this? Why Like once you step away from that and realize you can do so much more if you're not burdened by what everybody else's expectations are, which is tough. Because they're very, ju- you know, people can be very judgmental and they can have lots of opinions, right. even when they're not asked for. Mm-hmm. But once you sort of block all that out, like, I think it becomes very liberating. So, okay, I have the same question now for Patty and Beth. Mm. So, Katie told us about what her obstacle was. Do you guys foresee any obstacles coming up? Or is there something you're maybe. Is there something that's scaring you about this? It's not preventing you from doing no, it. No, it's but not something preventing us. I think the one thing you know we're concerned about, and we'll still be able to do it, is we think it's really important for the business and for our brand for us to be the two that write it. There's a certain voice we've developed, and when you're starting out, it, it's very important that it comes from us. It's how we filter and see the day's stories. So that being said, we have kids. You know, Patty has four kids. I have two kids. The, our kids are the, none of them are in high school. They're all below needy. high school. They're needy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it's a little scary because the fact is we're going to have to write this every day, and we'll right, do it. Right. We've done it. We've been doing practice runs honestly since March. Um, in the summer, we actually sent out a once a week blast where we tested it, but we've practiced doing it five days a week. So we see like, when do we need to start? When do we need to where publish? the distribution list was just each other right. and our husbands who were yeah. our <laughs> proofreaders mm-hmm. slash critics. But that's, you know, that's slash the supporters. That's the, you know, the, okay, well, what if, you know, someone has a doctor's appointment at noon? How do we get around that? And that's what we're working on and we're going, we will get around it. Um, it's just, I would feel like. That's the biggest challenge because we can't farm this out to anyone. I also think it's it's right. I think it's also relevant to say we have not actually launched. Our actual launch date is Tuesday. Yes, correct. So I would answer Kathleen's question 
I love what you just said because I think that that is ab- that is absolutely going to be our biggest challenge. At you know, I mean, and yet at the same time, our biggest probably like excitement and gift, etc. Mm-hmm. But I would say that for me, the challenge is um, thinking about how it's going to be received mm-hmm. and how it's. You know, I mean, that's, it's, it's one thing to practice it. It's another thing to actually put it out there. And I think mm-hmm. that for both of us, we've, it's, it's taking that leap again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think we both believe in it so strongly mm-hmm. that it should be great. But it's, it's, it's a little bit like the crux of like being a morph mom. This is, I mean, writing it and banging out news is in my blood, mm-hmm. but doing it in this way and doing it where we are not actually, I mean, we are doing synopses. We are not out there reporting. We are doing a type of journalism that didn't exist when I went to journalism school. This is not even journalism. It is writing a synopsis and giving it to people what I what we read mm-hmm. and telling you what we see is going on. We didn't I didn't report it. I didn't see it with my own eyes. So it's a different type of um telling a story which Mm -hmm. is much more of what it is versus being a journalist where I never wrote anything that I had not sourced out with three other sources etc so it's it's a little bit that to me is like a you know it's it's a different it's a switch and it's curating we're curating that's that's what what our job so like I told you guys I've been interviewing women all over the country Mm -hmm. for years and years and years um but uh you guys have all pointed out like constant things that have come up during these interviews that people were scared about so one of which putting yourself out there like Patty just said it's terrifying like mm-hmm. you've been sort of behind the scenes for a while right and all of a sudden you you're now exposing yourself mm-hmm. to judgment from even really close friends like it, it's just putting yourself oh, out there is terrifying mm-hmm. and then which another thing that Beth said was getting up to do it every day like it's mm-hmm. fun to sort of think about and it's so exciting and then when it actually comes to fruition and every single day you're like wait a minute hold on I got a lot of other stuff I got to do mm-hmm. and it's really scary. And then what Katie said, the same sort of thing, like you sort of expect things to go one direction and they go a different direction. And how do you compensate for that? And what is your reaction? So I think everything that you guys have said, I think are probably literally the three top fears or Mm -hmm. or concerns that I've heard over all these years. And I think similar to what Katie said, you just sort of, you deal with it. You sort of Mm -hmm. say, you know, that fear about exposing yourself you listen to what people say. You listen to the critics and you listen to the compliments and you decide from there. But all of a sudden, you become less aware of the criticism and the exposure and you do what you love. And like what Beth said, like, oh my God, how am I going to do it every day? Well, you are. If it's your passion, you're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. And we always get it done, right? We can get things done at three in the morning if we have mm-hmm. to get things done. We just and we like to do it. We mostly do it. As I'm reminding right. her, I'm like, I think we all like we, doing we what, we what we're like doing it. and that's yes. why we do it. My best ideas come when I wake up in a cold sweat from a dream. Good or totally. bad. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. That's it. That's it. Seriously. We it's had true. like, the, we were fretting over the spin room, how to set it up. And we went 17 different ways. And I came in the next morning. And I said to Lindsay, who's my amazing studio manager. Amazing. Is Lindsay uh, listening? Amazing. Hey, Obviously. Project Hustler, if you're Hi, out there. Lindsay. Um, I Lindsay said, I dreamt about it. <laughs> she does. She does. <laughs> I dreamt about it. And I'm telling you, the flow of the... It's just one of those things. We have the luxury of doing things our way, but we know that there's technical difficulties <laughs> in the studio. All good. 
just kidding. Um, but that's what we want to do, and that's what we do best, and that's how we're most effective to our people. And I think also if you're if you're afraid of you know what people are going to say when you put your product out there. You shouldn't put your product out there because, one, you believe in it. And there's always going to be people who don't like it. I mean, there are plenty yeah, of products right. out there that are successful that I don't like. Absolutely. But we believe in it. And as long as you believe in it, you're going to, you know, people will follow your lead. And the fact is, in this day and age, it's not just putting a product out there. It's putting it all over social media. You right. putting it on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. It may get kind of annoying, honestly. But that's <laughs> how you have to promote it, you know. So you have to believe in it, but you cannot let that scare you. I had a, we had a more fun on the radio uh, probably a year ago now. Oh my God, we've been doing this for two years. And I'll never forget something she said when she said, you know, you you look at someone and you hear the negative things they say. Like, oh, why are you doing this? This is terrible. This is terrible. And she said, why don't you look at it this way? Like that woman has been carrying around this luggage. She has two bags in her hands and they are so heavy. And she doesn't want to hold these bags anymore. So it's so easy to handle hand her baggage to you it, this way by saying, oh, God, what you're doing is terrible. She can take away the guilt that maybe she's not doing something she may have wanted to do. Or she's feeling badly about herself. So by ripping into what you're doing, it sort of maybe will make her feel better. So I always think about that. So anything negative anyone has ever said to me over the past two years, it's sort of like, oh, she's trying to hand me her bag. She's not going <laughs> to take it. Sorry. That's true. I don't That's want the true. bag. Like, I'd like to help you out, but I'm not going to accept it. So that I don't you have an extra hand. <laughs> nope, I can't take nope, the bag. Not no. going to do it. So, but it made it so Do much I look easier. like I could hold that bag? <laughs> really? But it also makes you, I, I've got to tell you, it's, it makes it, again, it, it just frees you from this opinion that somebody else has of you. In turn, in my head, I'm thinking, I feel really badly for her. Something really must right. be bothering her. Yeah. I wish she had the guts to go do what I'm doing. Right. And good right. or bad, I feel badly that she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting mad at that person... You feel badly for that person, and you feel strongly about what you're doing. And mm-hmm. I also think that we've always, I mean, I have had lots of bags that I've tried to hand to people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't I, ever hand my bags to people. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm not anyone. sure. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. No, I mean, like, I think no, no. that in this situation, right, That's a, it's such a good thing. But also, like, when are you the person holding the bag, you know? You have to, you know, like I'm sure we all have been at some No, that's point. what I'm saying. I think, like, as you're saying that, I'm like, oh, I tried to hand the bag. Here's my bag. <laughs> the bag was just bag. handed across Here's the table. Here's your bag. <laughs> give me my bag. Don't take that bag. I oh, love I that bag. Y- Wait, I, I'm not But cool it's true. It. You think back and you think, God, why did I say that to her? Like, now it's you're doing something. <laughs> I dropped <laughs> I dropped the bag. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you're exposed. And, like, you, you see now that you're in that situation. You may even go back in time and review something you may have said to somebody and thought, I, why did I say that? I didn't need to yeah, say like that to them. To, right. Who am I that? to mm-hmm. ever even question someone's energy right. and strength mm-hmm. and courage exactly. to go out there? Mm-hmm. That's what I That's what I meant. Right. No, but I mean, really. And you go back and I think you think about it. And yeah. it, it's also good because it makes you more considerate right. about what other people are doing. Right. And Absolutely. who are you to believe? Who are you to say it's going to work or not? It's, it's not up to you. Right. right. You're, it's up to you to give them the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another thing about putting yourself out there. It's sort of. It's a little bit of self-reflection, too, about how you treat other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we have an exciting event coming up. This was part of the reason we all came in tonight. So at Katie's Project Physique location in Summit, we are going to have on an Spring event. Deal. On Springfield Avenue. Avenue. <laughs> we're going to have an event where we're going to launch the pickup line, and we're going to launch the new Project Ride as a part of Project Physique. That's right. And this is happening next Tuesday night in Summit, New Jersey. So anyone local or not local, you're all welcome. Everyone's welcome. 
everyone. It's going to be great. It's going to be very exciting. We throw exciting. a great party. I'm telling you. <laughs> you do throw a great we party. We do. We've done it before. We'll do it again. So we'll leave your baggage at the door. Yeah. Don't <laughs> take oh, any no, baggage. We don't take any We're bags. only taking great bags, okay? Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. We take designer bags. I mean, <laughs> very sassy bags, whatever. No. So next Tuesday, uh, 6.30 to 8.30. 463 Springfield Avenue in Summit, New Jersey. Again, you, you walk right in. We're there. We're waiting. We've got great music. We've got cocktails. We've got mingling. Special um, pickup line coffee mugs. Mm-hmm. There's some <laughs> swag. Coffee line. Swag. I mean coffee line. Pickup line project ride coffee yeah. mug. Oh, that's right. It's swag, people. That's swag. It. That's what it that, um, that was a very sexy voice you just portrayed. <laughs> 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 I'm a little confused about what that gift bag is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to find uh, out. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Um, But (laughs) now more people are going to show up. I mean, come one, come all, people. Uh, But no, it'll be a great group of of people and chatting and, you know, just get out. Your kids are back or or maybe whatever it is. Get out. Do something for yourself. Chat with these very fine women. It's called Back to School, Back in the Saddle. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Katie, we talked about Mm -hmm. things that didn't go as well as you thought. So is there a time since you've started this business, like something that happened that you knew you were doing the right thing? Is there like a moment in time? Such a good question. It's a great question. And I will say um, every day somewhere just in my bones, this is what I'm meant to do. So, I mean, as cheesy as that may sound, there's not... A moment, I go to bed like everyone else, and I worry about what I did wrong, who I offended, you know, did I say the right thing, did I do the right thing, did I hurt that pe- whatever it all is, but this is, it's who I am, it really, it's who I am, and it, I can express it through so many different ways, and I just know it, I don't, I think you just have to listen, and you know, who knows what's going to happen, there's so many people that say, what if, what if, what if, well, true, um, this studio, Project Physique, is my voice. It's exactly who I am. You know, you'll look on social media. You'll look every. You'll look at our retail. You'll look at our playlists. You'll look at our bathrooms. You'll look at our decor. It is everything you will see I want. Flamingos. Flamingos are everywhere. Mm-hmm. I That's mean, true. if you could be flamingos. in the studio, you'd see I have a flamingo tattooed on my forearm. There I, we go. Right I, I do. I do. It's right there. It's it's as <laughs> sassy and quirky, and it's real. And so. I just, it is my voice and I love it. I feel safe there. And that's mm-hmm. what I want for my, my that's clients. That's a good way to describe it though. Yeah. That's why it's warm and homey because you do feel safe. There. Yeah. And so there's, I mean, there isn't just one thing. It's, it's just that idea that I just, this is what I love. So I think you as a person have to just listen for that. And now Patty and Beth just starting out, you've not had that experience yet, which you will, but you both have daughters. So have you had the discussion with your daughters yet about what you're about to embark on? And, and Patty, you know, you have a young, young daughter. Your age range is different. But so some may understand more than others. But have you guys had this discussion yet with them? You know, I think it's good. My kids, I worked, I have a, an eighth grader and a fifth grader. And I worked until Grace, my oldest, was two. So Emma never saw me, really. I mean, she saw me when I worked at the paper cottage, this online business I had. But this, I'm definitely, I feel like I'm putting more time into it. So... I like that this shows them that, you know, mom still has a career. Mom's just not a stay-at-home mom. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's what I've done for years. But 
you can do both, you know. So they're very, very supportive of it, and they like seeing mom work and do stuff, and I think they believe in it, and they think it's a good idea. So um, they know it takes time away. Like, even during the summer when Patty and I would publish every um, Wednesday, our, our kids, who were very good friends, would be like, oh, does this mean you're not going to pay any attention to us, like, all day? Or, like, are we going to get to do anything? Or, you know, whatever. And you know, sometimes that was the case, yes. Yeah. But, but um, I think it's good for them to see that you can still be a mom at home and still have reinvent yourself, you know, and have a career. I haven't worked um, officially in 12 years. So I, I think they're proud of me because they know that even though they don't really remember mommy working, that mommy still has some skills she can use and that makes her happy. And Patty, what about you? Um, My kids are excited by the whole thing. They know what's going on. All there's four of them, half are boys and half are girls and the girls, there's two girls and I'm like, who, uh, who are they? Is that right? Is that the right counter? So my older, they, with the, with the exception of the youngest, he's when I really stopped working. So I worked until um, our second was born, and then I stopped for a long time, and then I went back and freelanced. And I, from when our third was three until she was six, and that was when the fourth was born. Right, so Hugh was born, and that was when I just didn't go back because there were too many people to remember what was going on but um (laughs) I was overwhelmed um but but um I I don't know I think that they're happy I think they probably think that I am without realizing it more productive and probably better at what I'm doing and that's always what I personally felt when I was freelancing still I felt like I was doing everything better and I think that um so for them, they don't, they don't, I don't think actually intellectualize that, but I think that for myself, I think that that's one benefit, but I think for, I don't even, I, I don't think of it as a breakdown for the girls and the boys. I don't even, I've not ever made the distinction of like just the girls seeing it. I just think for my kids, I think that, um, you know, they, they are interested in it. I think that they're, they, for me, I think I'm hearing their nervousness that it might take me away from them, which makes me then have this whole new appreciation for them because they appreciate, obviously, without being able to say it, how present I am, you know, and just my availability to them is something that they can't put into words that they really appreciate, but they're nervous that maybe it's going to, you know, get in the way of like what we, like a good thing that we already have going that I don't, I don't realize that they think that. So, so I think that's a whole new underbelly that it's sort of tapped for me that you know I like doing what I'm doing I'm excited for them to see that what what we produce they like looking at it they like reading they it they're interested they in stories. it stories like I feel like my my kids my older daughter will text me stories be like mom this would be great for the pickup line right my stuff again is more like lifestyle and you know, but family you guys too you're incorporating like playlists right, right. Like the kids, kids friendly the kids like are doing super smart it. yeah well this it's is a awesome. playlist like you're making the playlist so girls are like making the playlist so we we right. have what we call the pickup line playlist so every day when you're running around plop in the you know pop in the pickup line playlist and it's music that gets you through your next two hours of driving with the kids and the carpool right, but not that you're driving exactly. and it's so not going to be like you know so with words where you're like oh my god wait no 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 or changing yeah. the channel because it's you don't not want. like um katie perry bone up a tea right that would not be <laughs> but it's <laughs> so, an awesome way that you guys in, yeah. like include so the kids are your included. children so, the yeah. older girls do that, so they like doing that yeah. which is awesome 
they're, they're, yeah, I think our, I think it's a, you know, so we'll see. Another thing, so in all of these women that I've interviewed, so some have partners, some don't, some started with partners and ended up separating and some began alone and ended up joining at some point. So I'm curious, Katie, did you ever think about having a partner? And Beth and Patty sort of already talked about that a little bit, how they'd been discussing this for a while, sort of like a yin-yang, you know, they're each going more towards their strengths. What you're doing is not really competing with one another. It's just sort of complementing one another. And I think we couldn't have, I think both of us would say very openly, like, I couldn't, I could never do this without you. No way we could do this by ourselves. Never. Not even just because it's a lot of work, but because... Mm-mm. We bounce every intellectual idea. property, yeah. everything that goes on. We could not have what we do but without we each other. We bounce every idea off each other, and the other one always makes it better. So, like, I feel like we're so in sync, and that we respect each other so much that, like, I can't make a decision about the blah 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 because I'll be like, well, "What does Patty think?" And then Patty will be like, "Oh, I'll do it like that." I'm like, "Oh yeah," and she does the same thing. But that's it's like about like, our friendship. I mean, I yeah. think that's the friendship part. I mean, actually, our intellectual property of like your entire career, your. How many year career? I don't know. Oh, well, Fifteen year I'm career. I'm four years older than she is, so she likes to kind of make a point. <laughs> there was a lot I'm of talk older. of this okay, on the so ferry over, whatever, by the way. Patty, I don't think I'm the any. youngest, by the <laughs> way. The youngest. There's no reason we're on the radio. <laughs> no one needs to see how old we look. Like, come on, Patty. Don't go there. <laughs> Wait a minute. This partnership just started. <laughs> partnership no, is all hold on, everyone. <laughs> Stay this, is part of our, this partnership <laughs> is over. <laughs> this partnership needs a reality you show. Me here for this. Katie, you looking for a partner? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, but really, like, your everything that went into your career, I think, brought you to have what you're like. We have people who see our product think that we have someone working in the back room to do our web. It's all you. No, it's you are our IT. I don't. No, you okay? So fine. We don't need to fight about this here. But (laughs) everything that you have in your head and everything that I have from my fifteen year like your career, it is literally the actual person. It is you and me that I think that makes it exactly. There's no way we could do this. You're my only partner. How did you file? So what are you? I love you. Are you guys in LLC? What What are you guys like? How did you file? We're in LLC. And will you explain that to listeners out there trying to figure this all out? You know, we went back and forth because eventually, if you want to be like if you want to accept money from investors, you probably should be a C corp. But we met, we hired a lawyer, and we met with him. And for our needs right now, we decided an LLC was fine. You can always convert to a C corp. Um, the LLC was easier, frankly, to get and a little less expensive. So for our purposes now, that that's what we are. But it's important to have that anyone starting out a business because you don't want to ever be sued personally for. You know, anything, honestly. You know, no, nothing. We, we could be liable for something we say. We right. can, you know, God knows what. what. So we're that. We we also um, got a copyright for the product. We got a trademark. We're trademarking the logo. Um, the trademark has come through. All that other stuff yeah, takes, takes time. But yes. all those things, yeah. you know, as, as much as they do cost money in the beginning, if you're going to do something like this, you want to do it right. Yeah. So we felt like it was worth the investment in the beginning. And yeah, we, we did hire so a lawyer to give us, like, you know, proper information and then for those of you when you're looking into this there are different states where you can file so right. it's it may be less like, like delaware is yes, a good place Delaware's, florida yes. i think is a little is, cheaper to file right that's true so that's something to look into too yeah. if anyone is listening to this also we did new jersey just because it wasn't that much cheaper mm-hmm. and we're like you know what we're based in new jersey and like let's just keep everything in one state so and it, right and it depends on what you're doing too so when yeah. you do look into this you should you mm-hmm. should ask the lawyer that like what mm-hmm. state works and then there's the 501c3 mm-hmm. for those of you listening or interested which would be nonprofit, right. which is the opposite end right. and Katie how did you file when you did it huh. uh, we're an LLC 
and that's where I. But stopped. you're so. <laughs> <laughs> then I talk to my person, <laughs> and you're a, not a, here. And a fitness facility. That's what I am. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't but come here for the legality, okay? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but you filed as a soul uh, yeah, without any yeah, Yes, I did. I do. I am. I am me. Just me. But it's confusing for people out there starting. Oh, my gosh. It. It's so confusing. It you have not heard me Which speak is why I couldn't answer the question. I don't. <laughs> no, you know so much. I d- no, stop. You, okay. you do. You do. You two both. I, I just... Zip. No, you mm. know stuff, too. And so it, and it's just... You know what it is? It's all... We didn't go into this. Like, I have, a, I have a career in advertising and marketing. So, like... We didn't go into this knowing all about the legalities and business and that. You just do your research. You talk to people. Yeah. Well, I um, think that's a know. great point, too, is yeah, we're all coming true. from, yeah, that's so true. you know, all the stuff we have yeah. from before, which mm-hmm. is great. And then we're like, oh, I know so-and-so to put mm-hmm. me in touch with so-and-so. So mm-hmm. we're very lucky to have the reach, you know, of each other, the community, whatnot. You can also talk to, like, I talked to our that's accountant, so our, our family right. accountant. They had a ton of information. So it's just doing your research and then really understanding what makes the most sense for you as a business where you're at now. Mm-hmm. Right. It is overwhelming, but once you sort of, like, I think when I looked at this, it just made it easier for me when I started this. And I was a lawyer, which is embarrassing right. to say. I was a prosecutor, though. So you were a successful I only knew criminal law. You know. <laughs> I this stuff <laughs> at all. But really, even just like, are you a 501c or are you going to be an LLC? Mm-hmm. Or, oh but what? I don't know. This is terrifying. Like, I'm scared to even tell people I'm doing something right. much less <laughs> and then if you actually went to a lawyer it seemed really real like wait yeah. oh my right. god I gotta yeah. do this now I, I know, tell we went people. to the bank to or set up our account bill. we went to our bank to set up the account we're like oh my god we took like selfies of us outside the <laughs> bank like we're like this is crazy this is real we're putting money in an account we're setting up actually like an account for our business we got a credit card <laughs> and you lost it. <laughs> and it's, it's MIA right now. So if anyone can find it, find it, there will be a finder's fee. Drinks on the pickup line. That's right. Just saying. Um, so you guys, we only have a couple minutes left. So I want to go around and I want to ask everybody. Um, I know it's very simple. We'll you guys come, can come back. We'll in. come back. It went so quick. <laughs> in, doesn't it? It's really fun. Um, so going around the room. All right. So if you had to give one piece of advice, like with everything you've gone through, the good, the bad, everything. Give one piece of advice to somebody out there who's listening tonight thinking, I've got this idea. I really want to do it. What would you say? Me? Oh, yeah. I'm first. Patty's first. Um, hmm, that's a hard one. I guess for me, like, you might as well. That's kind <laughs> of, no, like, really, like, I think that you and I are, we've just been, like, thinking about it and thinking about it and... You might as well just do it. Like, I th- well, okay, so fine. Just do it's already taken. So I'm yeah. saying you might as well because that's, you know, we, you and I could have talked, Beth and I could have talked ourselves into, and I would say every idea we had were, were viable ideas, mm-hmm. but I think it got to where we really thought this is so exactly what we should be doing. And when we, I mean, I remember where I was when, when we had the conversation where I was like, what if? And then it just went from there, and you were like, oh, my God, that's it. Mm-hmm. And and it was like a feeling that we never had before. So if it feels right, you might as well. Yeah, I uh, agree. And Katie. I would just say to add on to that, it's, again, when it doesn't feel like work, when you want yeah, to be there, when right. you're like, I mean, I get up and I'm, I'm in. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with Katie and with Patty. I think we spend so much time doing, you know, whether it's creating, you know, a design for a Facebook post or whatever, but I love doing that stuff. So you have to enjoy doing it. But to Patty's point, you're just going to know. You'll know when it's right. When you feel like, oh, my God, this is perfect. I can't poke a bunch of holes in it. 
then you go with it. You guys, I can't believe our time is up. Okay, really quickly. Oh. If anyone's in Summit Tuesday night, yes. come to Project Physique for an incredible launch party. These incredible women are there. You can speak to them, hear everything about it. And before we go, Patty and Beth, how do you how do you subscribe to the pickup line? Well, for both of us, for Project Physique, it's www. Oh, yeah, yeah. Project dash physique.com and the pickup line.net right yep the okay. pickup line.net pick subscribe don't miss it pickup line.net and morph mom of like course. us on well, Facebook. And, morph- and of course the morph mom. yes please <laughs> i mean morph mom. hi all right you guys and share us for us yeah anything if you do like us on facebook and you get a post we love a like but we share. love a share that's how we're growing the business it's all organic and um you know you guys are our um they're our best best publicity. Yeah. You guys, I can't thank you all enough for coming in. Hopefully we'll see people there Tuesday night. Yes. Uh, Keep morphing, people. That's right. Uh, I'll Mor- see you Mor- next. Morph on. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or hustle the morpher. Yeah. <laughs> you say? Morph mom hustles harder. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, everyone. On, we'll see you next week. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Do you love poetry, hip-hop, and live music? Well then, come on down to The Poet Will Be Televised every second Wednesday of the month at Funkadelic Studios. Perform your own pieces during the open mic or just enjoy the vibes. The Poet Will Be Televised, the best poetry jam in New York. For more information, visit www.thereclife.org. Need affordable rehearsal space? Ready to record that hit? Want to learn new skills or repair an instrument? Host a listening party or just jam? Well, at Funkadelic Studios, we got you covered. Whether aspiring or renowned, join the Funk Fam today. We are conveniently located in the heart of Times Square at 209 West 40th Street on the 5th floor. For more information, check FunkadelicStudios.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Hashtag FunkLifeNYC. Sparky the Fire Dog here. Protect your family from fire. Make sure your home has smoke alarms in every bedroom, outside your sleeping areas, and on every level of your home, even your basement. For games and activities, go to Sparky.org. We want to keep you, your family, and your community safer from fire. This message brought to you by the National Fire Protection Association 